actual food's good. Have I ever had one? <laughs> Have you ever had fried green tomatoes? I love gr- fried green tomatoes. They're good. The movie's horrible, though. <laughs> I don't remember the movie. There's a book or something. Yeah, I remember the book. I didn't know they made a movie. Have I you ever know. seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? That's a thing. That's a thing. You of all people should know this. <laughs> I should. because You should. I, like... I got my computer. Hold on. I, there's probably not internet. Because there is internet. It's probably not internet. internet because fucking. Hold on, I was just using the computer to look up something on the internet. <laughs> I thought you were about to make a net neutrality joke about how. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have. I should have. Fucking at your pie. Um, have you seen the video that he released? Agent Pie's video? No. Uh, about what you can still do with net neutrality? It seems like a... Oh, it's so funny, because it seems like it's a satire, but he's being completely serious. Like, it's a... it's. A, if there's a video meant to troll All the right, population, look, look. it's that video. So, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, there is... Uh, Attack of the Killer Donuts, what the fuck is that? <laughs> um, I know there's also a, a cartoon series. But yeah, this oh is a movie. God. This is a movie, dude. You've never seen this poster? I need to see this movie now. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Another movie that I really want to see. There's a trailer. Hold on. (laughs) We are watching this. I don't care. (laughs) Ten years ago, a motion picture became the most notorious cult movie of all time. Predictably, the French called it a masterpiece. You hear that slab against the French? and I'm putting my hands over my face. Are you going to watch both of these movies? Oh, God, this is going to be hard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the biggest red scare. That, that line right there is what killed me. Right? I know you do. So there you go. Uh, and that brings us to... Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, for the, for uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. <gasps> All right. What a weird segue. 
<laughs> I think that works. All right. So I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna start off by doing the uh, critical negative reviews because there aren't a lot. I gotta find one first. From critics. From, from actual, critics. Actual critics. Actual critics. And then we can move on to the fan reviews, which we don't do. But I'm gonna do this. All right. I'll let you. Uh, this is not even. This is even a good one. Um, oh darn! A movie that's so good that the critics can't find a flaw. Are these filmmakers authors or fans? Is the guy's question. That's the. Can't you be both? Can't you be a fan and make a nice piece of? Yeah. Art. I mean, that's. Why can't you be both? Yeah. I mean, if it, if it wasn't, if you didn't have a passion for what you're writing about, and this is then the uh, movie's gonna turn like shit. Paul Risker at Pop Matters, who asked that question. That's such a strange question. Like, I, it doesn't feel like fan fiction if that's where he's getting at. Yeah, definitely not fan fiction. There's not a lot, not enough sex. Well, you can have <laughs> fan fiction. Like, I mean, look at all the fan films that were put out. But yeah, but I mean, at the same time, whenever I think of fan fiction, the only yeah. thing that I go to is. Uh, R Sonic fan fiction. Oh, that's a dark place of the internet. Don't go there, folks. <laughs> it's an interesting question to present, but I don't think it really applies to this movie. I think this this is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Nine out of ten for me. Ten, ten out of ten, ten for, for you. Me. There are just a couple things in there, like the latest thing that keeps yeah. it from being a masterpiece for me. But I don't think that question quite makes sense. Why can't a fan of something make a great movie? Yeah, I mean, I don't see that as a valid... It's a question, but I don't see the logic base for the question. Yeah, uh, I'm skipping that one. That's a bad review. Like, he apparently goes on to complain about it. Um, this is Piers Merchant from the Arkansas Democratic Gazette. That's a mouthful. That, that, why would the Democrats have their own paper? It's like the Republicans it, have their own news network. Well, not just that. In Arkansas, <laughs> which is traditionally a red state. Yeah. Oh, I like my joke better. It's like the Republicans having their own news network. <laughs> Fox. Yep. Which just pretty much got bought. No, not that. Not the news side. Well, not the news just side. Just the, the film and television assets. Yeah. The Simpsons are now owned by Disney. Does that make Lisa a princess? A Disney it princess? Better. That also makes Deadpool a contender for being a Disney princess. Yes, it does. Um, all right, but this guy goes on. Um, however, however, as much time and energy has been devoted to the goings on of Ray, Ren, and their various friends and enemies, try as the film might, it doesn't generate much in the way of genuine interest in these characters. Genuine interest? What are you talking about? Well, that's the whole idea of these movies: is the passing of the torch from Luke and Leia to these new characters. Yeah. And yeah, it takes them two movies, because the whole next movie, uh, Leia's not going to be in there, Han's not going to be in there, Chewbacca's going to be in there, but it's going to be the whole new cast. Yeah, plus Force Ghosts. And Force Ghosts. Hopefully we get a handful of Force Ghosts. I'd like to see every single person that's a Force Ghost canon Force yeah. Ghost. I'd like to see them. Yeah, me too. Um, and okay, I can understand, like, okay, not everybody's hot on... on Rose, but I liked her. Uh, granted, there's not much. I liked her. She's not that interesting of a character, I guess. She's not really an interesting character, but I liked. I don't know how else to put this. Is 
One thing that I find really attractive about women is their hair. Yeah. And I liked that's her a, hair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I liked her hair. Like, that's one of the first things I noticed about a woman is, does she have good hair? Me being a bald guy, that's like, well, that's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, yeah, she's good. I like the way your hair looks. Yeah. I wish I had some. <laughs> I, I wish my hair smelled as nice as yours looks. <laughs> but, yeah, um, she had good hair, so therefore I liked her hair. <laughs> Like we never really see that the effects of war on a family in Star Wars, and we did with her in canon. Well, not just in canon, but on the big screen. Yes, yeah. So we we saw the effects of they they're both part of the resistance, but one's a mechanic, and one was a, a pilot. It's nice seeing that dynamic a little bit and seeing her lose someone so close to her. The first time we see her, she's bawling her eyes out mm -hmm. by herself holding on to a piece of a necklace whatever that type of metal is it's super conductive yeah um but I don't know I see and look she's interesting enough for us to debate her to yeah. talk about her so yeah it's just, she wasn't just a dumb character sorry guys this room's taken yeah we'll study somewhere else um <laughs> keep that in please I will I will um we're in the kids section of the library. Yes, like always. Every time we are, always are. Yeah, this one, this is actually a positive review that doesn't sound that positive. Um, it was okay for a bad movie. No, that kind well, of thing. No, I, maybe I'm just reading it wrong. This is, it's uh, Phil. I'll let you read that. Read his, I can't Phil, pronounce his last name, that's why Phil, I Villarreal. That's how I'm going to say it. Okay, okay. From ABC Tucson. <clears throat> This film is relentless a crowd pleaser that has as much in common with a pedigree art film as it does with a traditional action blowout. I don't know how to read that. Is that a good thing? Bad a thing? A pedigree art film. Have you ever seen a pedigree art film that's fucking strange and always shot in black and white and has no dialogue? And then jump cuts and, and jump cut. It's. Have you seen Breathless? That's a pedigree art film. Yeah, this isn't a pedigree art film. I, I don't. I don't it's know. It's definitely a crowd pleaser. I'd yeah, definitely. That. Alright, this is uh, Sonny Bunch from the Washington Free... From the Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bunch uh, from Washington Free Beacon. I almost said Bacon. <laughs> let's keep the yeah. jokes rolling. Brady Bunch, uh, Bacon. <laughs> remixing the structure of the originals with the aesthetics of the prequels. The aesthetics of the prequels? It doesn't look fake. It doesn't look fake. It doesn't have... Well, Use practical puppetry for fucking Yoda. They built. Did I send you the link about uh, what uh, George Lucas said? What? George Lucas did a set visit to The Last of Jedi mm -hmm. and asked Ryan Johnson why they built so many sets. That's a thing that happened. I mean, George Lucas became notorious in the prequels for not building sets. Yeah, for making everything green screen. Yeah. Well, or blue screened. Yeah, but George Lucas asked why he built so many sets. Ouch. Ouch, George. I think you're missing the point. Well. <laughs> Someone is detached. <laughs> well, he had to be detached. Did no one tell him? Be like, George, people don't like the look of your movies because they're all fake. 
they don't hold up after 20 years, bud. They don't, which is strange. Yeah, considering the first three hold up after 40. It's 40 years since... Can you believe that? It's 40 years since A New Hope. Damn. And in two years, it'll be 20 years since Phantom Menace. <laughs> you, you can't see my reaction, but that's the reaction of... What? Um, I was born closer to Return of the Jedi than I was Phantom Menace. I, I don't want to think in... I don't want to think in A B Y B B Y. But I, I don't I don't get this guy at all. I don't get it. Okay, good. Remixing the structure of the first film, the first movies, good. That's all right. That's... Using practical effects, good. Yeah, but the aesthetics of the prequels, those were. To be fair, this one's a bit more preachy, like the prequels were a little bit. And I mean, you got more lightsaber fights because you didn't get much lightsaber fights in the originals. You got a shit ton in the prequels. But, um. You know, in the last episode, we actually didn't talk about the Luke uh, lightsaber fight at the end. That's right. We'll do that. We'll do that. This is technically a two part anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. We can, why don't we just talk about it now? Well, let's finish this. Okay. Let's go through these. Okay. Then we'll kind of. We'll, I'll fix it. Okay. Um. All right. I have to scroll quite a ways. All right. I read that one. You can read that one. Luke Buckmaster from the Daily... <laughs> <laughs> Luke Buckmaster from the Daily Review, Crikey. Is that in Australia? Cri- crikey is where it's... Slash Crikey is what it says. Okay. Um, it's easy to forget the original movie was a terribly bold, innovative, industry-realigning blockbuster. Lucas dreamed big and took massive risks. In that sense, The Last Jedi could not be more different from the Star Wars that he created, which is, this is now a little bit longer. The sense that the, uh, took risks in a sense that The Last Jedi could not be more different from the Star Wars created four decades ago. Huh. I think you forget that Lucas made the script and everyone hated it, but when it was edited by his uh, then wife, yeah. made everybody love it. Yeah. Or maybe he just doesn't know that much about it. Maybe. Because the first test audience... Hated it. They, they walked hated, out of it. Yeah. And then his wife re-edited and re-put in human bits. Like, Lucas had cut, like, Leia kissing him on the cheek before the, the trench jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, took out uh, Chewbacca growling at the little cleaning droid, the mouse droid. Which those seemed... those weren't in there. Those are human elements that make those movies have heart. Show more critic reviews. Tomato, 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 tomato. Oh, there aren't a lot. There are not a lot of bad ones. This one is from Ian Belmont from Connexin. The Last Jedi is a sample of what Disney intends to do with this franchise, turning it into a product of full cliches, empty plots, forgettable villains, and one-dimensional characters. Full review in Spanish. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, there are certain characters that are expendable, like in the movies, Phasma. Phasma is expand is expendable. Nobody really gives a shit, and I agree with that. But the rest of this is, I think you went into the movie with a little bit of, a, bit of hatred towards the movie. The problem with that is, is when you go into a movie, there's, there's, the trailer is supposed to entice you to go to the movies. Yes. 
but you should always go into a movie regardless if it's going to be bad or good with an empty mind mm-hmm. which is why one of the movies that I really enjoy that a lot of people don't enjoy is Cloud Atlas you have to go in with an empty mind and you have to be able to go on the ride because if you don't want to go on a ride you're not going to like the movie yeah I like parts of Cloud Atlas I love that movie I love Every... I don't quite like the uh, the makeup stuff they did in it. Okay, yeah, the the racial insensitive yeah. makeup. Yes, that, I think that's where my dislike for the movie comes that's, from. And that's an understandable dislike. But I get why it... they did it. I artistically, I understand why they did it because these are they got the same actors to play every incarnation of themselves. I get it, but it just kind of it makes me feel uneasy. Yeah, it, that's in my. I'm, and I'm not trying to sound racially insensitive when I say this, but that is in my mind for that movie of no consequence. Yeah, it it just makes the. That's story how. Better. If my review of it that we did for the show, I I kind of felt the same way, but over the past couple of years, I've kind of. It ha- now that being said, it a few years ago. What when did it come out? Nine. No, it was. I think no, it came out. Twelve. We started twelve. The podcast, it came out it twelve. Been, 11, 12. Yeah, it came out 12, and yes, it hasn't aged too terribly well, specifically for that reason, but I still think it is a masterpiece of an art, of a art movie, of a movie, just period. Yeah. Now, that being said, also going into Rubber with an Empty Mind, expecting nothing. You, and, have, you and have to go into Rubber with an Empty Mind. You have to. Because if you don't, you will have an Empty Mind afterwards. <laughs> Other movies like, and especially because we were just talking about this on the yeah. Rotten Tomato, the, the Killer Tomatoes. Those are the movies you have to go in with an empty mind, or you're not going to enjoy it. Oh yeah, for sure. You have to be willing to, to, uh, to have some fun. To have some fun with a horrible movie, which is not the Last Jedi. Yeah, which is not the Last Jedi. Um, here's uh, one from Avi Offer from the NYC Movie Guru. Guru. Okay. Sporadically thrilling, but overlong, exhausting, totally uneven, and often dull. Did we watch the same movie? Totally what? Totally uneven, which... Okay, I, I can see that. Yeah, you can I can understand up, that. What did you want? Just a bland block? That's what he, uh, apparently, that's what he, he... No, because he says it's often dull. I was never once bored. I don't think I was bored. I, yeah, I, I can't. I, I, can't I was never bored. I can't yeah. relate. I don't. In the end, the last Jedi. Oh, this is from Charles Koplowski from the Illinois Times. In the end, the last Jedi delivers everything you would want from a Star Wars movie. Granted. Yeah. Good. Good. Something that's become both a blessing and a curse. To be fair, it did offer. It does offer you everything you want in a Star Wars movie, but then it's also so much different that I don't quite get why it's a curse. Like, they make it their own so well that it doesn't rely on the other movies as a... True. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. Um... I wonder how many more bad ones there are. You said you wanted to do, uh... I'm legitimately... I just scrolled through two sections that didn't have a bad one. We may have gotten all the bad... No, there's one. Did you say uh, you wanted to do the uh, fans? Yeah, well, I want to read some of the fans. I want to read those because those are going to be real... Oh, those are All cool. right, so... Uh, yeah, all right. So this is Ray Green from com. That's a lot of movie. 
Like a lot of movie. So much movie that I think my engorged eyeballs had to stick a finger down their throats to vomit out a couple epic battle scenes just so they could get through the finale. What? What did you want from this movie, Ray? Well, clearly she... I think it's because she shares the name with the same... I mean, Ray could also be a guy's name. True. It's spelled A-R-O-E-A. I'm not... Uh... I think he's one of those people that just was never a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I mean, holy crap. So before I get going on the uh, audience scores, there are over 10,000 audience reviews. Which means it impacted us. Yeah. Good or bad. Let's see. Let's just do the worst of the worst. Um, This is my first and only... These are all anonymous. This is my first and only review on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie was terrible. I think fanboy haters did enough to explain why. I will just add the the garbage that I saw last night showed me that Disney cannot be trusted as a steward of the Star Wars saga. This movie made Star Wars worse for me and a sad omen of things to come. Star Wars is supposed to make you escape to the, escape the busy world we live in. Unfortunately, I decided to come to the office on Saturday and plug back into the real world to escape the disappointment of Star Wars. Irony at its worst. It sounds like that guy got dragged to the movie. He didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, also, he's he read reviews before going. The fanboy hates That is a cardinal sin. Why. Do not do that. Do not read reviews before you see a movie. Because, as I said, go in with an empty mind. That is a bad, bad thing. Alright, this one. It's like hanging a new... Uh, Disible? I don't, I don't know that word. Go ahead and read that. It's like hanging a new decibel... Oh, decibel? Oh. Decibel, a pen... Is that spelled right? This is an audience review. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. It is like handing a new decibel a pen to say, add another gospel to the... Bu-. This, These sentences do not flow in English. I'm fairly sure this person is... This is their second language. <laughs> add Maybe. another gospel to the Bible. Well, Rion added a gospel of Adam's driver Disneyland jerk-off sesh with cranky Luke coked up Leah and sassy Yoda. This movie sucks. Yoda's always been sassy. Yoda's always been sassy and so is Leia's always oh, been coked up. Leia's always been coked up. What's the problem? <laughs> Alright. Um, that's like something that I would write in like two minutes. Like, yeah, that's, like, that's, like, that one. that's literally like a text-to-speech on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably what he did. <laughs> so this is a one-star review. So many times this film gets you on the edge of your seat and finds a way to disappoint. Awful handling and much-loved characters and an introduction to characters that will be forgotten before the credits roll. This thunderously stupid plot makes me... S- s- I don't feel comfortable saying that word. What? I think they were supposed to spell snicker, but they added two G's and a hard E-R. No way, did they? They were supposed to spell snicker. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
I think it was supposed to be Snicker. Okay. I think it was supposed to be Snicker. <laughs> but not out of amusement, but to hopefully disguise my sobs of frustration. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he meant Snicker. <laughs> Either that or well, he was that raised by really racist grandparents or parents. Because there's, there's a difference between using the N with an E-R and an S with an E-R because that means two totally different people. Yes. Some excellent space battles intermined with plot holes you could fly a Star Destroyer through. Certain scenes in the casino seem to be taken from, uh, from the cutting room floor of the Phantom Menace. What? Okay. Um, I don't remember seeing I'll still be, Phantom. yeah, yeah. I'll still be excited for episode nine of of course I will, but my expectations have been slashed dramatically for me. Uh, walking out of the cinema, I had a similar similar feeling as when I came out of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I loved Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I'm not ashamed to say that. I loved Area 51 and Aliens. I'm sure you did. Alright. Here's one for you. Put the glasses back on. This doesn't have a star. I know. The screenwriters, director, and Disney should be so ashamed of this disgrace to all true fans of the classic story. Changed cinema forever. To see such a cheap, shallow, and disrespectful take on characters loved throughout the world is so disappointing, but after some thought, almost expected at this point. Luke, you deserve better. The true fans of all ages truly apologize for this travesty of a film. Wow. That is a... Oh no, they killed Luke Skywalker. Oh no, he... Shown he was the most powerful Jedi to have ever ever existed. Oh no, he has human faults. Yeah. Oh no, that's a travesty to Luke Skywalker. Oh darn. Damn, we made him a more interesting character. Than we did innocent make him a fucking boy. god, oh no. They kinda did. Well, okay, yes, but they didn't make him like in the expanded universe just... That's the one thing I really don't like about the expanded universe because in the movies, well, he's I'm glad they blew it up. Yeah, <laughs> which these are probably the same people that got mad when we, when Disney blew up the EU. It's probably the same people. Mm -hmm. Hell, the first book that came out. To be fair, it was Aftermath. Aftermath wasn't that great of a book, but if you go and look at all the reviews on Amazon, it's one of the lowest rated books ever on Amazon. And it's because you had all the Star Wars fanboys that uh, went and, and shit all over it without reading it. They were like, Disney blew up the EU, fuck this book. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. You can go and read the reviews. That's pretty much what it was. I would love to see somebody quote just that. <laughs> yeah, right? Disney blew up the EU. Fuck you, this book's horrible. I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. Um... Alright, two things that ruined the entire franchise for me. One character's story arc, which made no sense, and another's which ended way too soon. So, I'm assuming they're talking about Snoke. Yes. Ending way too soon. Oh no. Oh no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't... I don't care. Um, but I don't know which character's story arc didn't make sense. Who's story... Oh, the Porgs. Definitely yes, it was the porgs. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon is now infested with porgs. That didn't make sense to me. <laughs> how dare you, Disney? How dare you? 
<laughs> the Millennium Falcon is now a nest for porgs. Hmm. Although I will say the baby porgs are kind of creepy. I didn't. I don't remember seeing them. You see them in the nests. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't recall what they actually looked like. All right. The scrotums. One star. They look like scrotums. One star. Dear Luke Skywalker, hero of my childhood, you deserve better. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Hero of my childhood. Oh, sounds like you didn't have many other heroes. One and a half stars. This movie seemed to really go out of its way to deny everything the fans wanted to see. Well, you know what? From the first trailer, from the very first trailer for The Last Jedi, one of the lines that we hear, I think it was from the first trailer, this isn't going to end the way you think it is. There it is. That could be the tagline for the movie. Luke says it from the beginning of the entire marketing for the movie. Did you see that... that uh... That question where he, uh, Mark Hamill and uh, a person who plays Ranky, I don't know why her name's Daisy. Me. Daisy, um, are sitting down and taking questions from the internet. It's like, would Luke Skywalker ever use Force Choke? I don't know. I feel like that's more of a Darth Vadery thing. And then you see a video clipped of him actually choking those pigs in Jabba's palace. Yeah. And he's like, don't remember doing this, Mark. I mean, come on. <laughs> Um, a complete utter disaster only Daisy and Mark have monetarily redeeming qualities monetarily meaning money wise or character wise character wise I guess here's one half star Luke Skywalker was ruined as as well as the franchise really disappointing movie sad sad <laughs> are these just Donald by Trump. Donald Trump <laughs> sad <laughs> I'm surprised no one complained about his hair color. Going from blonde to dark brown. Hey, I was born with... So was I. No, I was born with red hair. It turned bleach blonde, then it turned brown, and, and then I lost it. Your beard's still really red. Exactly. Um, I hated the Disney commercial at the very end. I must say that Kylo Ren is the real star of these movies. I have little interest in Rey. Apparently, uh, force ability and lightsaber skills are no longer take years of training. They explain that in the movie. They explain... I'm, I'm still trying to process the, the commercial. The kid playing Star Wars at the end of the movie. Oh. Which I thought was a very touching moment. That was good. It was really good. It was a good moment. It ended the movie with hope in The Legend of Luke Skywalker. It's like... What he did there reignited the spark. They are the spark of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. New Rebellion. Uh, which, can you really have... There's no empire. Can you have a, re a rebellion? How they go from being the Resistance to now Rebels again? That is a bit confusing. It was the Resistance, then it became the, the New Galactic Republic. No, it was the Rebels. They took back over the Republic... Or took back over the Galactic Empire and made it a Republic again. And then... Leia's offshoot was not associated with the New Republic. True. They were the resistance because she knew that the threat was coming from the First Order. But now they're rebels again. So maybe they took back control of the Republic between movies after blowing it up. They legitimately blew up the Republic. The 
galaxy is in chaos. Are they rebels? I'm glad they called them rebels because I, I don't know. I just like rebels better than resistance anyway. Um, but yeah, they explain Ray's abilities in a line of dialogue. But with a, um, Snoke uh, mentions that um, a with Kylo Ren being so powerful in the dark side, a light side would come to meet him. Would rapidly advance to meet his. That's yep. they, they explain it. They explain anybody that complained about her and Force Awakens and how powerful she was without ever doing it. The Force has made her that way. The Force has made balance. It's balanced. Yeah, the Force balanced her out. Which I'm glad they explained it. And I was like, oh, that's a neat way to do that. That makes sense. Do you have like a cloak or something that you can put on over yourself? And he just stands there half naked like, you're going to check this out. Oh, Jesus. Half star? Half star. They decided to give it a half star. I signed into Rotten Tomatoes and made an account just so I can express how much I hated this film. By far the worst Star Wars film ever. I would rather get waterboarded in Guantanamo Bay than watch this movie again. Putrid garbage. Sad. Sad. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. Uh, keep talking here. Hey, Gabe. Hey, what is up? Hey, we're currently sitting here and talking. Well, reading bad fan reviews of Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Because we've been recording an hour and a half. Oh, well, that, that does work. There's a lot to talk about. What, do you have a favorite next year review? Um, well, we've been... One guy just... One, one bad <laughs> one that we said... I love that. One guy that we just read on the Rotten Tomatoes fan, fan reviews, um, he said he would rather get waterboarded in Guantanamo Bay than to watch this movie again. Yeah, he said he would rather get waterboarded than to watch this movie again. Am I on speaker? You are. Okay. About that, one of these things is a crap and the other is a good film. <laughs> I don't... As somebody who has, like, had a, a panic of almost drowning in a pool myself, I can tell you, getting waterboarded and or drowning is not fun. And this movie is a lot more fun than almost dying. <laughs> here's, here's an actually unpopular opinion. So, you know what with a little, little, like waterboarding, which is a feeling of, of, of you know, feeling like uh, you can't breathe, uh, you're being uh, submerged in fever and uh, having an involuntary reaction. Well, it's like being forced to, to not your mild disappointment with the waking because everybody is so super for uh, some that it's not the priest and the pretty glorious. Oh. This one, this one I unreservedly love. I have some issues because I think there's some unnecessary speech. One thing that Force Awakens did really great was that there was like, hey, practical effects kind of love about the series, isn't it? We, we can do them now. We've, like, got Disney money. 
<laughs> We've got endless money. We don't even need to make a trip. We can just have an actual bed that's not off our paycheck. But like with this one, there's maybe a little bit of a mix with that. I feel like maybe that's just the tighter production schedule thing because TGI actually takes longer to produce. I mean, he only had yeah, like the pre-pressed production schedule in the first one, and maybe they cut a little less corners. But I mean, they have money, so there's really no excuse for any sub part. And I don't think it's really glaring, but maybe one or two bits. That's about that. That's most of my complaint. And then, yeah, maybe the acting with Hux and the unnecessary. The humor is necessary because it's a dark movie, and Luke should be allowed to be funny. And because Mark Hamill is a naturally funny actor, I don't know why Hollywood has picked this up. I mean, how can you not pick up that a guy's funny when he actually plays a fucking clown called the Joker? Yeah. 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 I mean, he's been funny his entire adult life. And they're just now realizing that you should be allowed to make jokes. You know, did you, uh, did you... I've watched several versions of it. If it was just training great for an hour and a half, I would have watched that movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I think that this is still a better version than, than that movie. Like, the, the, I think the problem with the movie is fact fiction, where, like, we had no idea what the direction was going to go. It could have been a million directions. It took directions that nobody anticipated, which is light fan, but instead they're like, my personal theory didn't play out. Yeah, your headcanon didn't work. And that's one thing that David was talking about earlier, is the whole idea of from the first trailer where Luke says, this isn't going to go the way you think it is. That's the whole plot of the movie. And the interview, he said that he bought the director, but also said, like, essentially, he felt challenged and he felt like it was a delight. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see? Uh, George Lucas did a set Mark visit. Mark Hamill is the star of this movie. It's oh yeah. Weird to have a Star Wars where Luke is the star of the movie. I don't. I don't think that's in doubt. Like he may have not have the most screen time, but he drives the entire movie. I I, I agree definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Uh, did you see the inter? Well, the George Lucas set visit, and he asked. Why are there so many practical sets? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm almost talking to Robert. My little brother is around. I'm gonna hide. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime girl. <laughs> Maybe my heart's on fire. Well, I can let you go. Are you going to get bisected like Snoke did? I want to hear your favorite last year you were here before I leave. Oh, uh, okay. Give me a second. I got to pull back up uh, the app. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Zero stars. It sucked. Sad. Sad. <laughs> All right, this is a half star. I'm shocked at the positive reviews on here for this movie. I was very excited to see this, and I thought Force Awakens was very well done and continued the story. With that context, this movie only deserves a half a star. Oh, this goes on. Uh, For the cinematography. There is no plot in this film, no character development, and I felt the script attempted to make this into a satire of the original film with weird jokes that didn't have any place and mocked the Force and the spirit of the first three films. 
I remember when I went to see my first movie, High, but that is definitely not the movie that I saw. <laughs> uh, the characters do not develop at all from The Force Awakens, and this story, or lack thereof, could have been done in 30 minutes. Not sure why and where the comparisons to The Empire Strikes Back come from. This movie is completely different. It doesn't deserve to be in the same sentence or breath as Empire. I thought the movie also made Rey into a one-dimensional, hollow character without any depth. There is zero. There is also zero emotion or drama in this movie that promotes the audience's investment, unless you paid to like it. Which, based upon the reviews, an unfair, an unfair, and I'm sure wildly inaccurate claim about the duet. Were these all written by male reviewers? Probably. They're all anonymous. It's, it's made by anonymous headquarters. Can we just say that there may be a few netbeards up there who don't like the fact that, uh, I, I, like I said, Luke is pretty much the primary character for me in this, in this movie, which is fantastic. You know, he's not so far. I just think that there's a lot of that that holds it down and is my favorite part of the thing. But also, like, there are only three, there may be, there, everybody is pretty much a principal actor in this. There may be nine principal actors, which is a lot for a Star Wars movie. And only three of them are dudes, and I think the dudes are having a little bit of, uh, of uh, some trouble with that. Oh, yeah, they threw a fit about it in the last one, too. Yeah, the Jedi would I don't know, maybe Jocasta Rue, Shock T. Lady Admiral Ashbar? Lady Admiral Ashbar? Admiral Ashbar actually identifies as a fish? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, we're just. Gabe, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I wish you could have been here, bud. Uh, I will. I'm sorry about the drive. I'm going to go and, and try and, and uh, paper over things with my, uh, with my little brother, so I'm not totally going to have to buy uh, chicken and, and extra popcorn for it. There you go. Oh. Yeah, later, buddy. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> oh, oh that man, was great. Oh, oh that's <laughs> Dave's great. I think you two would get along oh. so well. Oh, okay, I think I think we've reached the, the apex of this. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, oh. man. Um. Yeah. So I guess let's go over. Uh, in conclusion here let's go over some things that again that we really liked about the movie it had humor it, humor it was uh, it felt with consequences yeah failure is an option failure is always an option yeah it's very teachable it's, it's very teaching it, it's very the movie as a whole is a great lesson in that mm -hmm. every character learns from that mm -hmm. uh, even Ray failed in the cave which that was her cave moment yeah which I don't quite know what that was showing us that is one thing I, I don't quite know unlike an empire where Luke has his cave training mm -hmm. and he sees himself in Vader Rey just saw herself as nothing else she didn't get the answers that she was looking for well you don't need the answers you are 
that's one thing that, as I said earlier, is let the past die. Yeah. Be who you are in this instant. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. There's just an infinite, like, an infinite amount of her all leaving. Yeah. That I was like cool. that scene. That was cool. Um, that was trippy. That was, like, drugs trippy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, we didn't talk about Luke at the that crate that much I guess we did a little bit but uh, it was cool it was great I, I like I knew something was off right away I knew he I knew something was off when I saw him draw the blue lightsaber yes we just all get destroyed and he wasn't making footprints they specifically show that they focus on his feet moving and then go to to Ben's and he's creating the red streaks Luke did it I didn't even think about that. Yeah. The only thing that really got me was the blue lightsaber. Not because they had just destroyed it, because I completely forgot about that. I was yeah. like, blue lightsaber? Doesn't he have a green lightsaber? Yeah, and we see the green lightsaber yeah. a couple times in the movie. I was like, why is he using his blue lightsaber? Yeah. Um, I did cry a lot before this movie. We had a... Uh, we went to a fan screening, uh -huh. and they had a uh, an introduction by Ryan... And then it went from that into a uh, featurette with John Williams. Uh -huh. And I started crying in the John Williams. <laughs> I was just like, it's all my favorite music. <laughs> and then I had stopped by the end of that, like, 10-minute featurette. And then, like, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away came back up. And I was like, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> And then, like, I think I cried when, uh, I cried a handful of times, but I think the last time I cried was, uh, Luke and Leia, their scene together. Their one scene together. I, I think that, that got me. And a lot of people are confused. They're like, I don't know what those dice are. That he, yeah, what are those? They've always been in the Falcon. They've always been there. I, well, at least as far as I can remember. I know for a fact that they're in Force Awakens. I don't quite remember if they were in the original trilogy. But he hands Luke hands those to Leia. Do you know why? Why? Those are most likely the dice that Han used to win the Falcon. Mm. Wow, that is a lot. Very symbolic. Huh. That's another person we didn't get to see. Where's Lando Calrissian? Hopefully they get him for nine. I think it'd be a travesty not to. Like, if anybody would have answered that call, I think it would have been Lando. Like, bring us Lando. Give us Lando. Yeah. Now. Do it now. <laughs> right now. Well, we get, we get Lando in, in May, so. True. We're about to get a whole bunch of Lando. True. But give us old Lando. Yeah, give us... What's his face? I can't remember his name. It's Billy D. Billy D. that's it. We're about to get a whole lot of Donald Glover Lando. Yeah. But give us some Billy D. Give us that smooth-talking Billy D. Williams. Give us give us that Billy D. Give us that D, Billy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, um, Chewbacca, let me break you into smooth jazz real quick. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh... <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm assuming those dice will 
since this was the first time they were ever in focus, I'm assuming they're probably going to be seen again in, in Han Solo. I'm calling it now. Those are the dice that he, he won them with. It makes sense. It would make sense. It would make perfect sense. Um, that scene, that whole scene was touching. I, I loved it. Um, I kind of wish they would have been more. And it probably would have been if... But it's not passed. just that. It's that whole idea of Mark Hamill saying goodbye to Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Not just not just in the movie, but in real life. Yeah. Well, he, he still talks about her in the present day. He, he doesn't talk to her or talk about her in the past tense. It, he's even said it's kind of how he does to keep her alive. To keep her around, yeah. Because they, they've always been friends. They've been friends ever since. Um, and it, he's a couple articles have come out. Apparently, uh, on the set back in the day, he was like, I'm going to kiss you. And the next thing, they were making out like high schoolers. Just like, that's kind of awesome. Apparently, she was making out with him while having an affair with Han Solo, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, way to go, Carrie. But, uh, yeah, it just... I, I I did cry again when her name showed up at the end. Uh, in loving memory. Uh, in loving memory of our princess. I didn't see that part. I, I booked it out of the oh, theater. Man. I booked it out of the theater because it was really packed. And it was like, I want to get out of my, in, in my car in a good time. Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, it says, in, in loving memory of our princess, Carrie Fisher. It's after all the cast goes. I kind of wish it would have been the first thing. Out. It should have been like after the director in loving memory. Yeah, but the the music tones down. So every Star Wars movie ends the same way. You get the big fanfare there once it goes to credits. Um, but then it, it toned down, and then it went to Leia's theme, and that's when it came up. So it, it makes sense, editing-wise, and keeping in the tradition of every Star Wars movie before it, how, how it'll go to black and then start the credits with music and mm-hmm. the written and directed or whatever um, but yeah it was real real touching really really got me in the feels I haven't had a movie get me in the feels in a long time what was the last movie that I saw that got me in the feels I'm a big fan of nostalgia so it's I think the only time movies get me in the feels is when dogs die and the whole oh, character yeah. is dog oh yeah for sure the whole character is dog yeah yes um yeah, that's... <sighs> yeah. Go see this movie. Do it now. Don't listen to the haters. I don't understand the hate. I don't. It's just a bunch of... Nerds are the... Angry nerds are the most vocal fan base there is. And it they make me ashamed to be a nerd sometimes. It's like when, when Ghostbusters came out. The female Ghostbusters. I like the movie. I think it's a solid movie. I didn't like that movie at all. It was boring. I had, it, but I just, you didn't like it for the reasons they didn't like it. They didn't like it because it was an all-female cast. I didn't I didn't dislike that. What I didn't like about it is I just felt bored. That's, felt that's boring. fair. That's fair. That's, that's a fair assessment. But they were so vocal about the hatred. It was very critically panned. No. Critics liked Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah. yeah. At least well enough. Hold on, now I'm curious. Um, well, I actually got to get to yeah, work. Yeah, you got to go to work. 
Um, I need to get lunch before I go to work, so I yeah, gotta get out of here. Fair enough. Um, but don't listen to them. Just go see the movie. If you're a fan of Star Wars, if if you say this movie ruined your childhood, fuck you. I don't care saying that. <laughs> if, if this if we this, don't have enough people listening to the show as it is. I can afford to lose a couple of you. Fuck you. If this made you lose, like, like, oh, this ruined my childhood. Honestly, there's a lot more in your life that it could have ruined your childhood. Like, losing... Like, like, there's a difference between losing a fictional friend and losing an actual person. 74%. Huh. That's a C. Yeah. That's how I look at it. It's a C. Yeah, fair enough. It's an average. You tried. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, um, go see this movie. And, and I hope you guys enjoyed our two-part Star Wars talk. I did. I had fun. And now I'm off to go see Killer Tomatoes, the movie. Both of them. Both There's of them. also a cartoon series. Oh, God. Do you like, uh, like, Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I've wanted to see that. I was about to say that earlier. I wanted to see that movie. Really you haven't bad. seen that? I haven't seen it. Oh, I've man. seen reviews of it, and it looks like a good time. Yeah, it is. This is in a similar, like, vein. So, candy webs. Oof. Yeah, enjoy that. I will. All right, I'm going to hit stop. I'm David West. I'm Kurt Steiner. And, uh, wow, two episodes. I'm going to try to get the first one posted today. That way it's still within technically the calendar week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to hit stop. And, oh, good, too. The battery's almost dead. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone. Keep listening.